You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you're a 415er, you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415, hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. It's Evan Giddings. It's Mark Grandy. Mark, don't piss me off this episode, okay? I swear, all right? I'm in a good mood. I promise. Just keep me that way, okay? How are you doing? <laughs> uh, no promises. Uh, I, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I don't know. I might say something that hits you wrong, and it could be a long episode. But no, all jokes said, I'm doing well, Evan. How are you? I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah, feel free to not stick a spear between my ribs at any point, verbally uh, or physically, <laughs> of course, across this episode. No, I'm I'm doing pretty well. It's it's a nice mid midweek off season. It's our first episode of the week. Um, we've pretty much figured out at this point we're going to try and be getting you episodes on Tuesday and Thursday, and next week, March fifteenth, or pardon me, in a couple weeks, March fifteenth is when free agency officially starts for the NFL. So we're going to be happy having a lot of. Um, free agencies previews coverage coming your way in the coming episodes starting on Thursday. So be on the lookout for that. Of course, anything pretty much goes in the off season with the NFL, as far as news 49ers are related as well as league wide related that could affect San Francisco. So be on the lookout for that as well. But where we want to start is with the internal free agents for the San Francisco 49ers mark. And look, there, there's a long list of guys uh, that will be you know available. Their services will be available for hire officially on March 15th. But really, the, the two main guys to me that stand out of impact and that the 49ers in all likelihood will miss and probably could impact next season would be both Jimmy Ward as well as Mike McGlinchey. I don't know if you see it differently to me, but those would be the two guys that are the, I guess, names that most 49ers fans would probably be familiar with that won't be back next year. Yeah, uh, potentially won't be back. I, I think there is a chance that the Niners bring maybe one or both of them back. But if they do that, then some of the other names further down the list might be a little bit of an issue. So you, I think you're 100% right. Those are kind of the uh, I don't know, the, the swing players. I do think there are ways for the 49ers to work around potentially not getting uh, either of those two guys back, Jimmy Ward or Mike McGlinchey. Um I, I do think the Niners can make up for, say, for example, not getting Jimmy Ward back. And Jimmy Ward has spent his entire career with the 49ers, the longest tenured 49er on the roster this past season, uh, played most of his career as a safety, but this year uh, was asked to play nickel corner and did a pretty good job playing nickel corner, Evan. And, you know, there's a lot of talk. I know he's talked about it, whether or not in a contract year that hurt. Uh, you know, his future earning potential, or, or maybe it helped. He's showing some position versatility. Maybe that convinces some other team that he's worth a little bit more, not necessarily because he's a better nickel corner than a safety, but because he allows a defense to be multiple and to give, you know, opponents multiple looks. So, so maybe that does end up helping him. I'm not so sure. Um, but I do think, Evan, the Niners can survive moving on from Jimmy Ward. Not saying they want to, not saying they will, but let's just say 
someone else offers Jimmy Ward a, a larger contract than the 49ers are willing to give. Where would the Niners pivot to? I think it's a relatively easy pivot. One of their other free agents is Emmanuel Mosley, who, as you remember, went down with that torn ACL towards the beginning of the season, that road win against the Carolina Panthers. Up to that point, he had a pretty good season. The Niners have tended to uh, try to get bargains on the free agent market by going after players that are coming off of relatively serious injuries. And I feel like this is another area where that will happen with Emmanuel Mosley. I think the likelihood has increased since he already was a Niner and they know who he is and they've been around his entire rehab process. But when you consider what Diamador Lenore did as well for the 49ers this year, I think the Niners would be comfortable moving Diamador Lenore to a nickel corner spot, thereby replacing Jimmy Ward's spot, and have Emmanuel Mosley as their starting corner opposite of Mooney Ward. So I do think that Jimmy Ward, while the Niners would love to have him back, I do think he's a little bit expendable. That does rely on them getting Emmanuel Mosley or someone like Emmanuel Mosley back, Evan. But I do think there's a relatively easy way for the 49ers to adjust to potentially losing Jimmy Ward. And I can't quite say the same thing for Mike McGlinchey because th there's probably not many options out there that are better than Mike McGlinchey. And I know Niner fans might be grimacing as I say that because he has kind of a hot and cold relationship with 49er fans. But I do think it might be harder to find a better replacement at right tackle than it might be to find one at corner, nickel corner, or, or even safety. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot to unpack there. Of course, some other names. Uh, the biggest one is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. He's probably also gone. <laughs> um, Samson Ebukam. We're looking at Aziz Al-Shair, Daniel Brunskill, Hassan, Hassan Ridgeway. Um, Deshaun Gibson, who came on as kind of a, you know, a prove it deal for him at the safety spot. Jordan Willis, also an unrestricted free agent. These are just lists of names that had an impact on this season that the 49ers will have to make decisions about Jake Brendel as well in the offensive line. Um, maybe people will be happy to see this player go, but even a player like Tyler Croft is going to be a, a free agent <laughs> as well. I think, I think you bring up the most interesting point, which is, okay, which one will they miss the most out of all of these guys? Some they will be able to bring back, but I am 100% with you that Mike McGlinchey, and a lot of people may not realize it until next season, but his presence will be missed on the offensive line. I think that Mike McGlinchey has become synonymous with certain plays that stand out, whether it be because of social media or highlights that are remembered in, an, in a negative fashion by fans. And so that he kind of gets associated with those plays. But Mike McGlinchey is, was a great run blocker this past year. And I know that pass blocking had been a bit of an issue for him in the past, but he was not as bad as I expected heading into this season. And he was a big reason that that offensive line, which was one of our major concerns heading into last year, Mark, was middle of the pack to in the upper middle of the pack as far as often keeping their quarterbacks relatively safe. I know, of course, two quarterbacks seeming injured would debunk that theory, but in my opinion, that wasn't because of the offensive line play. Mike McGlinchey is going to command a lot of money because there's simply not a lot of offensive linemen out there that are available. The other big tackle name is Orlando Brown with Kansas City. So for me, if I'm looking at the offensive line for the Niners, which obviously needs 
help and needs to be addressed if they want to compete at a higher level than they did last year. To me, even though McGlinchey is not, in my opinion, going to be back next year, that's going to be something that they'll miss. And the safety position, I think Jimmy Ward and his leadership will be missed next year in the locker room. Of course, being the guy that has been around for the longest period of time, being willing to do something like switching positions midseason, like you mentioned, despite being injured, despite putting his body on the line. But a guy like Mike McGlinchey, his absence, I think, will be applauded when he's officially signed by whatever team and who knows if he'll be fantastic moving forward. But I do think his absence next year is going to be one that will be felt by a team that already has kind of some question marks moving forward at the offensive line. I agree with you. I I think that there will be a a portion of Niner fans who when McGlinchey does sign elsewhere, I think that's probably what's going to happen unless he's willing to take a little bit of a discount to say with the 49ers and, and who knows what Mike McGlinchey feels, but I, I think he'll get more somewhere else than he'll get from the 49ers. And then it'll be up to him. Does he value this organization and this situation or does he value, you know, getting some more money for him and his family? It, for most people, it's a pretty easy decision. We'll see what the decision is for Mike McGlinchey. Um, but I, I do agree with you. I think it's likely that he ends up somewhere else. And maybe in the moment, Niner fans think to themselves, all right, you know, that's not the worst thing that could happen. He was, he was not the greatest pass protector. Uh, you know, how many times did our quarterbacks get sacked, you know, with, with rushes coming from the right side of that offensive line, which is anchored by that right tackle and Mike McGlinchey. We'll move on. We'll improve. We'll get better from there. It's not quite that simple. You're going to have to go and get someone else. You do have a little bit of depth on the offensive tackle already in-house, but for the most part, it's young and proven, and that's what your offensive line is for the most part as well. There are other spots on the offensive line to consider. Center at Jake Brendel, are you going to retain him? What's going to happen there? So there are already other questions on the offensive line, right tackle might be another. And maybe there will be some who kind of change their tune about Mike McGlinchey once you get into the 2023 season. I'm not saying that McGlinchey is an all pro or deserves to be considered one of the greatest you know, right tackles in the game. I do think he's kind of in the unfortunate position where he's being compared to his 2018 draft mate and collegiate teammate, Quentin Nelson. Uh, one of the guards for the Indianapolis Colts, who's been incredible since he's been in the NFL. He was drafted a few picks ahead of Mike McGlinchey, and I know they play different positions, but because they're from the same school, they both went in the top 10 of the 2018 NFL draft, and they're both offensive linemen. It's kind of the easy comparison, and that's tough to live up to if you're Mike McGlinchey because Quentin Nelson, the moment he stepped into the league, was one of the best offensive guards in football. So, Uh, Kind of a a tough billing for Mike McGlinchey to live up to. He certainly hasn't been perfect. He has had his bad moments, um, but he's a big reason why this Niners team has been able to run the ball well for much of his tenure here. So while I I think that there's uh, an easy, not necessarily easy, but there is a way for the 49ers to move on and, and fill in some holes from other free agent spots, Evan, Uh, It it might be tough at right tackle, but even more so than that, I'm just curious to see how they try to tackle that opening because the offensive line, while it wasn't terrible this most recent year, 
uh, they certainly had their moments of breakdowns. And the middle three is already pretty young. You're anchored by Trent Williams on the left, who's getting up there in age. I'm not so sure you can just give this to to another youngster you already have on your roster, unless there's someone that's totally flying under the radar that require someone from the outside and a move Niners to make. We'll see what they do, but if Mike McGinchy is to leave, I'd be really interested in, interested in seeing how the team tries to address that because I'm not so, so sure the answer is in-house already. Well, technically it's not, but I think a guy like Colt McKivitz, who is a restricted free agent, is probably the immediate solution unless, like you said, they go out and address it. But I feel like if you are going out to get a tackle, then why not look at a guy like McGlinchey? Well, the answer is because McGlinchey is also going to be sought after because a lot of the NFL runs similar stuff to what Kyle Shanahan does up front. And so... It, it's not necessarily a plug-and-play situation, but he's going to be more of a seamless fit in other spots, and that, I think, will also drive up his asking price to the point where the 49ers aren't necessarily cash-strapped, uh, but obviously have some financial decisions to make, will not be able to match that. I, I will say this. I do like the idea of, you know, you're talking about the middle three guys, and I know Brendel's a free agent. I, I, I personally would like to see him back, even though I know he's not you know, Alex Mack or, or anyone before him. Um, I do like the idea of building a young offensive line together. The combination of Spencer Burford, Aaron Banks, having the chance to grow together, create chemistry and build, even if individually all of them are of the likes of a Quentin Nelson, you know, or of Travis Frederick, or, or one of these great offensive linemen that we hear about all the time that are applauded and, and deservedly. So to me, the 49ers are in a situation where they are trying to retool on in the trenches on both sides of the football, but specifically the offensive line. I do believe that maybe they're able to make up some of that ground by having guys that have learned how to play together as much as build as individuals. And I, I think that'll help them moving forward because we saw the jump that a guy even like Aaron Banks made from his rookie season to his sophomore season. Spencer Burford was in a lot of ways kind of a surprise and, and I believe that they can continue to make progress to the point where they are maybe even outplaying their rookie contracts next season. Well, yeah. And, and then the other name to consider, you know, who might replace a potential, you know, Mike McGlinchey departure. Daniel Brunskill is an, a name that the Niners have kind of thrown along multiple different positions on the offensive line. He's also an unrestricted free agent. Uh, he would certainly be cheaper, much cheaper than Mike McGlinchey. Um, and you know, Kyle Shanahan has only spoken glowingly of Daniel Brunskill, but I don't know. Are you comfortable giving the right tackle position full time to Daniel Brunskill, who hasn't played a lot of right tackle? I mean, it's it's been Mike McGlinchey almost alone at right tackle since he was drafted. He's obviously been hurt and, and missed some time. had had an injury was that last year when he was out for for a good amount of the year. Um, but beyond that, it's it's essentially been you know, Mike McGlinchey, he has held down that position for almost his entire career. So I'm not so sure if it's as simple as, all right, saving some money on McGlinchey, signing Brunskill, throwing him there, um, or maybe it's a Colton McKivitz like you mentioned. That's certainly an option. It's a cheaper option. Um, but where have the 49ers perhaps, I don't know, not quite, 
I don't know, put their resources fully in recently. I think it's been the offensive line. Trent Williams obviously is great. And when they acquired him from then at the time, the Redskins, it was a fantastic move to replace Joe Staley after his retirement, after that Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs. That was the the, the first really big move the Niners had made on the offensive line in, in quite a while. I'm not saying it needs to uh, it needs to be a move on that level of getting the best right tackle in football to pair with the best left left tackle in football. But I'm not so sure right tackle is a spot you just try to to plug in with with anyone that's kind of been a reserve lineman for you over the last few years. I think it might take a little bit more. That's how important that position is. I mean, yeah, they're they're all honestly, as we saw with three quarterbacks going down this year, every position is very important up front. I do want to say that I believe that the 49ers have invested draft capital in their offensive line. But like you mentioned, outside of Trent Williams, there hasn't been a lot of perhaps monetary investvestment. And I also don't think that's probably going to change this offseason. So certainly something to keep an eye on. 